Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue looking in the Gospel of John, uh, the eighth chapter where we left off in our last episode. If you remember at the very beginning, Jesus is coming to the temple and all the people were coming to him and he sat down and he was teaching. And well, then the scribes and the Pharisees, they brought a woman that was caught in adultery. Remember, caught in the very act of adultery. And they set her in the center of all the people, in the center of the court. You do note that the man was not there the man that apparently was caught in the very act. So the scribes and Pharisees asked Jesus this question. They said, Teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? And then John tells us why they were doing this. In the sixth verse, he says, They were testing Jesus so they might have grounds to accuse him. They thought they had him. They thought they didn't trap him no matter what he said. Either way, <clears throat> they would be able to bring some form of accusation against him. But Jesus just stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. They kept asking him. So when they persisted in asking him, he stood up and he said, He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. We resume now in verse 8. Again, he stooped down and he wrote on the ground. You know, often it's asked, why the stooping down? Why the riding on the ground? Why that? Again, we simply don't know why. We do know what it does do. Okay, it gives time to reflect. It gives time. Initially, there was time for him to receive from Father and to hear from Father what needed to be done. Now he's given them time to think about things, to reflect about things. The stooping down is a point of uh, deference, is a point of being non-threatening. You know, he wasn't standing erect, staring them in the eyes, daring them to do something. He was just humbly before them, asking them to consider something here. <clears throat> and he stooped down and he wrote on the ground. Verse 9, when they heard this, when they heard what he said, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he was left alone. And the woman, where she was, in the center of the court. So they considered this, and they started going out one by one, beginning with the older ones. Why that phrase? That's probably pretty obvious. Uh, They were the wiser ones. They were the ones that had experienced more of life. They'd realized the wisdom of what Jesus was saying, that what they thought was going to be their little trapping of some things right here wasn't going to happen. They all left, and Jesus was alone with a woman in the center right where she was. Verse 10, straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? Or does no one condemn you? <clears throat> she said, No. You know, there's nobody here. <clears throat> Let me get to that verse. I, I, she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go, from now on, sin no more. Now, this is really important because a lot of times people come back and say, well, <clears throat> Jesus just uh, overlooked her sin, and Jesus did this, Jesus did that. 
No, Jesus did exactly what the Father told him to do. And the Father did what the Father's been doing through all the ages, okay? Even under the law, there was no uh, forgiveness. There was no sacrifice for intentional sin, for intentional sin. Go check it out. And so what Jesus was saying here was uh, the law is correct. The law is right, but I'm not going to condemn you. In the same way that God's grace was poured out upon his uh, people in what we call the Old Testament, in the fact that he did not strike them all dead, in the same way that he watched over them, the Lord was going to do with this woman. He says, I'm not going to condemn you. Okay, I'm not going to condemn you. The law did condemn her, but Jesus said, do this, go from now on, sin no more. What he did, and I mentioned this before, but it's such a great thing that we see the, the entire account here. He gave her a place to begin again. You know, that's really what we're called to do with one another, is to give one another a place to begin again. Even within the body of Christ, there's such a need for that. Not the need of uh, looking the other way at, you know, when there's sins and things. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about at all. But of realizing when somebody is repentant, when somebody calls upon the Lord, when somebody is hurt by the things that happen in life, that the last thing that we as the body need to do or want to do is to come and condemn them. We need to come alongside them. And then if they have not repented, we encourage them to repent. And there's things that we do related to that. You know, Matthew uh, 18 talks about that. First Corinthians talks about that. Titus talks about that. There's things that we do with a brother uh, to help them repent, particularly when they're unrepentant. Okay, there's things we're required to do. But um, this woman was repentant. You could tell. She was broken. And Jesus looks at her and he says, Go, sin no more. That really is the word of the Lord for all of us, especially those of us where the enemy's messing with us over past sins and things. Okay? So, anyway, uh, John 8, take this to. Uh, your heart, take it to your mind, read it before you retire this evening upon your night bed and see what the Lord has to say to you. Again, I'm Dale and I'll see you again next time.